Good day, amazing, beautiful podcast family. I hope that wherever you are, you are doing tremendous. We have another fantastic episode of the show for you today. We have the one and only Laura Eisenhower back on the show. We are talking about how to go beyond the agenda of the global elite and build a better world. Laura is a very interesting person. The people that she speaks to are on her show are of the highest caliber, the highest level. She is privy to some very inform, uh, interesting information. It's mind-blowing. I always enjoy her shows because I try to verify who else is talking about that and, and these really mind-blowing things that I've experienced to a degree and she has experienced to a much greater degree. Um, so we talk about um, the old saying, of give them bread and circus the agenda that's laid out agenda 21 and agenda 2030 it's public it's terrifying and you can go find that you can look at the rockefeller document of future scenarios we talk about her interview with cyrus a parsa um, why the second wave could be worse than the first we talk about the out of, out of shadow documentary the savior complex the importance of letting go the power of hypnosis through television earth grids transhumanism and ai uh, extraterrestrials and Project Blue, Blue Beam, why human trauma is so intense, faith over fear, moving beyond victim mentality, the power of the human spirit, and so much more. This is a tremendous episode. I know that you're going to enjoy it. If you want to support the show, that would be fantastic since we are uh, censored. Um, so if you could leave a review in iTunes, if you can share these episodes, if you can do what you can to get the word out, that would be amazing. If you are looking to overcome limiting beliefs and you want the knowledge of 350 episodes plus of the podcast that you are hearing right now distilled in a course that will help you overcome self-sabotage once and for all, get clear in your life purpose and direction and teach you the best peak performance and mindset techniques check out the soul compass course that is free with the academy i'm gonna take that course out and sell it as a standalone 200 course but right now you can go through and it is really just the distilled wisdom of all these podcasts and you can get that um, if you go to mattbelair.com and you click on the academy link you're going to be taken there it is truly a fantastic course would love to see you in there taking the course and getting amazing benefits that so many people are also for those of you guys who are interested in coaching i just finished another coaching certification because i love performance peak performance human development and i just finished the procabulary and lifted language course it was truly extraordinary learned even more about the power of language and story work and so if you were interested in some one-on-one -on -one coaching you know over the last 17 years i have worked with professional athletes olympic athletes ceos high achievers and if you're someone who's committed to living a life by your own design by your own values and you're 100 percent committed to your success Definitely there is a space for you as well because the two types of clients I work with are already high achievers and they're looking for that that peak performance, the edge to be the best of the best. And then the other ones are really committed to designing that. And the only difference is you need to get clear on your direction. And even sometimes when I'm working with somebody who's already achieved high level success, when we're able to refine the direction of their vision and apply these principles, it's truly amazing to see what happens. So if you're interested in some coaching, just go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and would love to work with you and help you design your the, your life deliberately. And uh, it's amazing because everybody who does that, everything they 
create is for service to other people. It fulfills the individual, but it always helps uh, the general public in some way. And, and that's what I believe anyway, the universe wants for you is to live happy, fulfilled in your passions. And I think that's the highest service. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, the best way overall to support the show is three act, kind acts. Uh, so wherever you are in the world, please do those three kind acts today. Spread out a ripple of kindness. And uh, let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive into the show. Wherever you are, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, enthusiasm, curiosity, open-mindedness and ready to take on this absolutely phenomenal episode with the one and only Laura Eisenhower. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is a global alchemist, researcher, and medical and intuitive astrologist. She is an internationally acclaimed speaker who has presented her work worldwide. She is the great-granddaughter of President Dwight David Eisenhower, and she reveals exopolitical information about his administration that has been largely held in secrecy. Her passion is to inspire unity consciousness and bring us back to the zero-point unified field, the totality of our divine powers. Welcome back to the show, my friend, Laura Eisenhower. Hello, Matt. Thanks for having me. It's so good to see you and be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to catch up. I was saying before we, we dive in, like you're definitely a person I'm so grateful that I can kind of reach out to. And um, I would want to know your thoughts on, on what's going on in the world. Uh, you've been doing amazing work. I really appreciate what you've been doing because I know the effort it takes. And as this thing started to ramp up, we were all kind of witnessing it. And you doubled down on your work. You've, you found the best people you could. You were trying to put out really great information, figure out what's going on to get to the bottom of it. And, uh, you know, I kind of post every now and then. I'm taking a little bit of flack. Um, but I so admire your courage and your heart to just continue to share and just really work tirelessly, tirelessly to um, bring the information that you're finding out so people can have it and make up their own minds and really um, – get to the bottom of this because there is a lot going on right now. So um, where do you want to start with this? We can, we can go any, any way. Uh, I know that you've been doing a lot of research. So where do you think we should begin? Gosh, you know, there is so much to share and it's so multidimensional and there's so many facets and it's so complex, but yet when, when we can actually just, you know, kind of simplify and bring it back to something in our micro world that we can identify with, then we at least have a place to start understanding that what we're being called to look at has a lot to do with our, our, our shadow self, our, the programmings uh, that we've held, the indoctrination of our childhoods in, into belief systems, uh, and just all the things that are really hard to avoid as far as some of the trappings out there that make it very, very difficult to you know step into these higher earth energies and this whole concept of ascension. So, uh, you know, th- there's sciences that aren't helping us to understand who we truly are and what we're made of. History's been rewritten. Our minds have been wiped. We lost our galactic memories and we are not getting an education about our galactic history or the galactic wars and how the world became what it is today and what made the deep state the deep state. And without that kind of education, people are mostly taking things at face value. And so, um, so there's just a lot of research that I've done over the last decade 
uh, related to like medical astrology, this particular shift time, earth grids, stargates, and junk DNA, um, because we really need to focus on our human potential because we're being pushed to the edge and, and being pushed to the edge means one of two things. We either have a breakthrough and we begin to reclaim all this stuff or we give our power away even more. And uh, so, yeah, there's just a lot uh, because there's so many, you know, levels to it, <clears throat> but yeah, when we can just really bring it back to the self and look at how, huh, Life can be when we allow a control freak into our life or a narcissist or we stay in uh, negative patternings or addictions. I mean, on, on a world stage level, we're breaking free from the addiction matrix. And so we know how to do that individually. We, we've all gone through dark night of the soul journeys. We've all gone through breakups. Um, we, we, we need to just recognize the micro and macro connection of what we're being called to do on an individual level and how that relates to the collective. Because there is that collective consciousness and it's not gonna be vibrating the same as a super awake person, but it's also not gonna be vibrating the same as uh, you know, somebody who is uh, you know, operating in these Illuminati families and, and is being victimized to you know, play a dark role. So yeah, we're, we're integrating fragments here. And the more we understand the whole organism and we relate it to our own organism, um, the, the simpler it'll be because the system in the cabal is like a negative ego construct. It seeks to trick us and fool us and cause sort of a binding or an energetic cord that keeps us in dependency and keeps us in a relationship. And right now their survival chakra is being really, really lit up. And these agendas have been in the works for a long time. And so I guess one of the points that I just wanted to start with is we have to remember that we're encoded with the solution. We were created to win this war. It's in our DNA. And the agendas are so, so complex and they're pretty much getting us at every angle. But uh, you know, if, if we can reclaim and, 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 and recover from this theft and, and, and really work together, we're, we're, we're on the precipice of something really quite fantastic. So we can't forget that. And I know it's really difficult at times uh, <clears throat> to be bombarded constantly with the, the next level of, you know, what's happening or just the arguments amongst each other. But we have to remember a much larger picture. Those things aren't really going to solve a whole lot. We have to understand the, the intricacies of this dark agenda. And we have to educate ourselves, not through the lens of, oh, I'm just going to do a conspiracy theory thing. Um, there, there's a massive education connected to true sciences that connect to the zero point unified field, the 15 dimensional time matrix, wars that people haven't even heard of, and what happened to our DNA along the way. And um, if we, you know, and this is what I attempt to do in my presentations, I'll be doing a lot of presentations online. Um, if we can familiarize ourselves, we actually can bring life to something that's dormant. So if we keep focusing on the survival part of it and just what we're seeing, and all the conflicts of information, disinfo, and who's the good guys, who's the bad guys, um, and it can get very draining. So, you know, we have to have one to be able to manage effectively the other, um, or else we don't have any basis of truth within ourselves. We're not connected to the truth frequency. We're just kind of in the madness and chaos. So that's kind of a really long way to start, but I'm really good at rambling. <laughs> well, I love it all. And you brought up a lot of great points. You know, if you, I, I came across something in a presentation called the uh, strategic intelligence documents, and you want to talk about, I don't know if you've seen those, but um, a former uh, FEMA employee was, was sharing them and it's online. I think it's 
if you look up strategic intelligence, you'll find it. You need to sign up. And this thing is like 200 layers deep of what is going on right now. And it's, it's, it's so incredible. And when you talk about the agenda, it is all written out. You can definitely find it and it is not positive and it can scare the crap out of you. You know, you're talking about our, our DNA and we're looking at forced vaccinations. We're looking at chips. We're looking at all these different things that are all written out and they're in plain view. And then for people like you and I that go down the line and be like, wait, how did we get here? You see these families and the cabal and these controllers and you did a really great uh, video where you kind of set a message to the the deep controllers because they do exist there's evil people on this world that do really crappy stuff and so on one side of the equation i find myself in a little bit of fear being like holy crap these guys have never lost before they created world war one and world war two i don't even know history because the history is recorded by the winners so do we have the power to um, have this opportunity for an actual great awakening for the first time that humanity is put in a corner and we're forced to shed all of those old things and evolve in a new way that we've never seen before in some sort of divine influence. And I get a lot of that, which makes me feel positive. And then on the other side, when I see how old this kind of construct is with some of the things I've been doing on the planet that are coming up now, you know, all these dark things like out of shadows and, you know, really dark things that you and I are aware of. So right now I feel like I'm a little bit in between. I see some positive stuff where they say this is the great awakening. And I see a lot of negative stuff where you can find these agendas laid out and you're like, holy smokes, this isn't good. So where do you stand right now? You said that you've, you've got some new information. You've interviewed a lot of amazing people. You are privy um, to information most people have never seen before. So it would just blow their mind. So of everything that you've kind of come across in your research now, uh, where, where do you feel we stand? Well, great question. Uh, yes, and I have been sharing exactly what you were talking about. It's all mapped out. Uh, the woman who, yeah, uh, is a, yeah, I guess the word is sort of a whistleblower. She had to escape her position. She knows all about these strategic false flag events, Y2K she was a part of, some of these natural, or not uh, natural, but uh, you know some of these weather events, these you know superstorms, 9/11, you know all these rollouts of the next level of trauma to destabilize and stunt our growth, to destabilize us as a humanity and stunt our growth, I should say. So this this is always a part of things, right? I mean, this stems all the way back to the Lyran Wars. I mean, this is about as old as it gets, uh, you know. And then we had the Orion Wars and. And then the explosion of Tara and Tiamat, and then we sank down into this lower harmonic universe. And the exploded planets caused massive fragmentation. And so it made us very, very vulnerable, easily manipulated. And the things that traumatize us and where we start to forget is where we're easily controlled. So that's what we need to reclaim. We need to focus on what makes us so vulnerable to control and what is being targeted. And, and when we know those two things, we can begin to do the work of reclamation, work on invocations, and really utilize our throat chakra to speak truth, to, to, to make statements, and to you know, recognize that there are aspects of ourselves that have a greater strategy, that um, are well aware of what we've been up against. Uh, there's been many seedings of humans, and there are a lot of rescue missions. There are, there are covenants. Um, and things connected to the Emerald Order, uh, the Aquafarians have begun to incarnate again. We got the Crystal and Indigo Kids and, and the Aquafarians, you know, are connected to Andromeda. So we've been in this fallen system 
when the Lyran Wars happened, Milky Way and Andromeda like separated. In this particular ascension window, which is a 26,000 year cycle, the galactic cores of Milky Way and Andromeda are one with each other again. So it's allowed a lot of powerful light beings and star seeds, whatever you want to call it, to come in. But the thing is, you know, we see the targeting at a young age and this and that. So a lot of my research kind of goes into this. And I had a very interesting interview with Cyrus A. Parsa. We're going to be doing a part two. And I mean, and he's validating everything that that, you know, woman's saying, you know, for, who, who was working on these strategic dark agendas connected to the FEMA and FEMA camps. Um, he talked a lot about the extermination codes and, and, and every, like a lot about, you know, China and the attempted, well, the, the, the part of the, the plan where they want to take out Trump and how, you know, everything is revolving around the timing of the election and, and that it's going to be easily rigged if we're not allowed to leave our houses or stand in line. And it's just, it's, it's just also ridiculous. Like, yes, there is a virus. Yes. People are getting sick. The bioweapon thing feels like, yeah, absolutely, based on a lot of the people I've been talking to. Um, and this has been in the works, as, as we saw in that video with the 200 pages in every you know, section, these are well-orchestrated plans. And so there's supposedly gonna be a second wave, and the second wave is gonna be a lot worse than the first wave. So this is where things stand right now, is this couldn't be a more critical time in our human history, because the second wave being worse than this, I mean, it, the way, and, and I know you watched this video too, the way she described it makes what we're dealing with right now seem pretty freaking awesome, right? Compared to what it could be. So yes, that's scary. Um, but very often when we're being sort of threatened to this degree, th there, there can be an incredible catalyst. I mean, you're into extreme sports and part of your mastery is, is facing challenge. So if we can be spiritual athletes and look at, these obstacles as the ultimate opportunity to exercise these muscles of compassion, integrity, and the willingness to explore the forgotten aspects of self, um, then they can't really target it so easily. If we take time to heal our trauma, they can't throw us into a survival um, trigger. But it's, it's, it's something that we're all processing through and moving through, I certainly am myself. So um, there's just a lot there, but we're in duality, right? So the battle of good and evil was, was something set up a long time ago. And, and religion has tried to describe it and explain it, but it, it, it went into more metaphors and symbolism. It, it didn't help us to understand that there's been an artificial tree of life template that's 10 spheres that has been cast upon the planet, which is draconian DNA. The actual true organic art, uh, true organic tree of life is 12 spheres. And then we've got the mother arc energy of the 13 and the sun started to move through the 13th sign in 2010. So that hadn't happened for thousands of years that the sun was actually moving through the 13th sign. So the activations are here, the connection with the galactic core is here, a lot of lines are present and the uh, Paladorian activation, um, activations are part of this, this uh, agreement made a long time ago to ensure that lost souls in this lower density would be rescued and that the grids and the uh, stargates would be repaired and there would be access again. So that's all been happening. So as much as we see the strategic plan of the dark side, there's been a strategic plan of 
the light side, but it can't be so polarized because this is part of the duality that we're dealing with. So these, these light beings aren't really polarized because they understand the regenerative power of nature and the dark womb energy, and they're connected to the, the zero point energy that, that is the integration of both light and dark. It just doesn't have an evil connotation. So very early in our galactic history, when the Lyran Wars happened, it was very much about anti-life, about hybridization, manipulation of DNA, um, and, you know, and, and step down now into the physical plane where it's one assault after another. Uh, genetic modification through, uh, you know, chemtrails, geoengineering, GMOs, all this kind of stuff. Um, because they do not want this, these, these, these higher groups to succeed. So the higher groups don't, aren't about the polarization. So new age deceptions is it falls into that trap where it's like, oh, it's all light and love and, and let's not look at the dark. It's all fear porn. Let's not even go there. Let's just wish it all away. But these light beings know, or these beings that are, you know, guardian races and groups that have come here understand that if we don't integrate polarity and find balance and, and, and understand our divine template and the true tree of life, uh, sacred geometries, you know, then, then that lack of knowledge is where we're in trouble. So if we experience the tree of knowledge, it's about self-knowledge. So we've been challenged as a humanity to gain self-knowledge. It got uh, targeted with mind control, targeted with all these different agendas. Our DNA has been targeted. Everything under the sun has been targeted, but the earth is filled with abundance of herbs and medicines and mushrooms and all sorts of things that actually will protect these places in ourselves. And there's no assault that can be directed at us that there isn't some higher solution that can come in. So the question is, are we standing in alignment with those downloads and epiphanies and that internal guidance, or are we being thrown into a survival energy and are we waiting for somebody to tell us what to do and, and solve the problem for us? We have to start to really get in touch with our internal ca capacity to create alchemy, to transmute things, to materialize things, to manifest things at will. And, and times are ticking because they're about to take that genetic inheritance away. And that's what the vaccines represent. And the people that are gonna fall for it are the ones that think that they're there to help us. And this is what we have to do. So most of what we're seeing that's part of the panic is very much the mind control. You know, we have been in this big shift based on the astrology of the Pluto-Saturn conjunction and also Jupiter. So anytime there's a Pluto cycle, it's death, rebirth, alchemy, transformation. Whatever we're holding onto too tightly can make us sick if we don't let go of it in time, right? And that happens in our own personal life. We can literally get super ill if we don't move on from maybe a breakup or we don't move on from an addiction or, or we don't move on from a belief system that doesn't serve us. So on a collective level, you know, there is an energetic reason that we are in this position and it's targeting our lungs and throat. Because to me, we have so much internalized grief. We're starting to recognize, humans are starting to recognize human trafficking, pedophilia, that the people that they counted on and trusted are connected to the sickest crimes that you can imagine. So I feel like there's a lot of internalization of that grief. There's a lot of shutdown of the throat. So regardless of where this virus came from, our growth period is to let go of the old paradigm, step into the new, and our immune system will be able to handle a virus and a bioweapon if we can just begin to move forward and understand what the true science of ascension is the true mechanics of it and there's very false versions to get people lost holy smokes well you know i'm familiar with a lot of this stuff and i think a lot of people pay attention to you are as well and i feel like one of the most important 
points is how can we get out of fear? Like stepping outside of fear is such an important task right now because that, that um, encompasses also the grief that we're, we're facing, the potential terrible future that we face. But if we can step outside of fear, we can make better choices and we can decide what we want to do with ourselves. And right now what's happening is, you know, we're getting really afraid and the government is going to provide that solution. They're providing the solution now by locking us down. They're providing all these solutions with vaccines and this is the only way to go. And if, if this isn't a wake up call for people to really just look behind the curtain a little bit to what is going on in our world there, you know, I don't know if you're ever going to wake up because you've got, you know, out of shadows came out perfect timing and everybody's at home being like, Holy crap, is this a real thing? And then that leads into occultism and you know about this kind of thing and, and where it gets into like entities and stuff and ETs. And now all of a sudden there's more uh, ET disclosure. I just got an email from SETI today that they released more documents about extraterrestrials. And then we've got things like the pyramids and ancient civilizations. And we don't know what those histories are. Um, I remember having Clifford Mahoudi on the show and he talked about how we're moving into the fourth world and that the Hopi knew about this. And this is a, a time of great transition. And I believe they have that knowledge from, uh, you know, a 20,000 year history, but also cycles in time. And my thinking right now, and I definitely agree with everything that you're sharing. It's like, we have to do it as an individual. And if we can, it is such an opportunity to just unplug. Because I've seen the agenda, I've gone through the strategic intelligence, I've gone through all the darkness, and, and it's, it's out in public. It's, it's out in public information. You can find it and verify it, and it sucks what you look at. And all that's required for us to not go that way is to not participate. That's it. We're looking at everything that we don't want. We don't want to be sheltered indoors. We don't want to be afraid of a crazy virus. We don't want to be controlled by people who have, uh, you know, terrible agendas. We want to be aware of what the issue is and then start looking over here. And I like how it's also humbling people. People are thinking, what's most important right now? What do I need? I need clean food. I need clean water and I need shelter and an opportunity to, to grow. And that's what we really need on this planet. And, and we've kind of run this course of materialism on the planet and hopefully we've run this course of these groups and organizations really imposing their will and their power and their influence over many people with the wars that we have on the planet the starvation the gmos and all the other stuff that we're aware of and so on the other side of that we do know of the technologies that are helpful and beneficial and uh you know how we can create a new world quite quickly if we participate wake up and we don't bring our baggage and our fear and our anger and lower level ways of being into those um, new communities or situations because it would end up turning out the same way, kind of like animal farm. So you want to add on to that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there has to be uh, enough inner work done to be able to be a good community member, to be somebody who can harmonize differences, somebody who uh, you know, has a tremendous amount of compassion and integrity. The old model does not work. Uh, even high spiritual level teachers. I mean, there's Netflix documentaries about the terrible things they did behind the scenes. Nobody should be propped up on a pedestal. We all need to empower one another, bring out the best of one another. We all have gifts and abilities and something to add to you know, the collective. There is a right way to live and do things and it doesn't require the money system. So yes, there are a lot of people on the planet. So it's, it's you know, hard to all of a sudden snap our fingers and just move into you know, the way it could be in the way, um, you know, we want it to be, but the lower level energies is what keeps us stuck because the personality matrix is the 3d world. 
and it has programming from the get-go. Uh, the the ten sphere artificial tree of life, the manipulation of the earth grids, the uh, reversal codes put on the dodecahedron, which connects with the ether that made it very difficult for us to connect with the ether and actually purify and heal and switch on our dormant strands and regain our galactic memories. We were not able to do that. Now we actually are. So this is why this is the big showdown. And I'm doing a presentation coming out called uh, show global forces, the showdown of global forces. But, but yeah, it's that um, ability to, you know, find some level of balance because what we've been taught to become is where we need to win the war. Like we need to win the war within ourselves, but we need to win it amongst each other. You know, there, there's so much insult and ridicule and, 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 and fighting because people are scared. Yes. So to move out of the fear is to leverage the fear. We can't just snap our fingers and make fear go away, but how can we leverage fear and make it our friend? Just like trauma. We, we, we can't just, um, just, uh, wish something never happened or wish it away or just move forward or just like let it go. I mean, we need to send unconditional love to these fractured parts and these wounded areas and these uh, defaults that we go into when so much is being threatened. So um, like fear to me doesn't last very long. Um, I, I kind of shift into laughter or yeah, like, can I live without this particular thing that they're threatening to take away from me? Yes, I can. I learned how to do that. That was my, uh, education is, you know, to, to survive in the wilderness, to, to, to survive on nothing. Um, not everybody has that to fall back on. So I'm glad I was able to do that. But it's like, they might destroy all my subscriptions because I'm a controversial person that I'm considered a, a high risk merchant and I might lose everything. So I'm like, I could totally let that destroy me. Like, and I'm just kind of like laughing. I'm like, okay, sure. Great. That's your, your next move. Well, I'm just going to be even stronger in response. So like, how can I leverage the adversity, become better, stronger, more determined, and more aligned? And it's like, um, I don't want to get caught up in the war where I'm trying to punch back. I mean, I know some of my videos are a little intense and I drop some F-bombs here and there, but everything that ignites fear, I bless that fear and I give it love and, and I just ask it, okay, you're a messenger. What, what, what do you want me to do with that? Uh, I don't want it to be a way of life. I don't want to make decisions from it. What do I need to do to raise that vibration in that moment? And, and when like trauma triggers come up, I try and do the same thing. So I try and be as transparent as possible. I try and address it with the person if it doesn't go away, because it might be a red flag. It might be an intuitive hit, not too sure sometimes, but it's like doing our best with the things that make us a worse person sometimes and brings out the worst in us. Adversity can bring out the worst in people or the best. It can help them grow love and compassion and understand priorities or can make them very selfish, very bitter, and very angry. So those that are struggling with that part of it, like you asked, um, you know, we need to build community more. Like none of us are free of having these things come up. We need to feel less alone. We need to be more trustworthy um, and, 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 and have each other's backs and, and, and figure out ways to come together to move through this stuff and, and, and heal it as a, as a collective. Um, and yeah, I just think in the moments of fear, we can open a door. It's, it's, it's offering us a reminder that there's way more to us. What we're fearing is what we forget. When we open the door and we say, bring me the magic, bring me the solution, help me to see the fullness of my being and what I'm capable of, and we consciously do that, of course, our body's going to respond. It responds when we want to move our arms around. It's like, okay, 
open doorways. We're multidimensional beings. But very often what happens with the fear is we, 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 we need somebody to rescue us, to cure us. We need a doctor to give us the drug that'll make it all go away. We need to stand in the face of it and be brave and breathe through it and be humble and not be ashamed of it. Because I think, you know, th there's this whole, oh, that's so unenlightened of me to have gone through fear or to be focusing too much on the dark aspect of things. It's like, so what? Whatever about enlightenment. We, we are underneath enlightened, but let's, let's not worry about all that. Let's just be a family. Let's, let's cry on each other's shoulder. Let's lift each other up. Let's pull out the best in each other. The old paradigm model does not work. And, and if anything's making us sick, it's hanging on to that and, and not busting through the other layers. Because the next layer above this uh, personality matrix is the soul matrix. And we already, many of us live on that level. That's why we find soulmates. And that's how music and bands are formed, you know, because we're running on a different frequency. But when these events happen, we almost lose connection with something that actually comes very natural. And we're not progressing anymore. We've dropped down. And, uh, and then everybody's holding each other to that frequency that even if you're trying to like help wake them up, people unconsciously want to drag you down and engage in a war and a battle because, yeah, they don't know what to do. So I think, you know, those that are willing to go down the rabbit holes and have trained enough or have come in with strong missions, um, you know, I, I think, it, it, I mean, you're doing it. Um, more people, you know, just engage, you know, the community around you, get to know, you know, people better. Let's let's amplify you know the heart everything that they're trying to steal and rob for us are things that we for, we haven't even fully claimed so they're going to steal it before we even remember it so let's start to ignite it now because if we ignite it now it's actually going to be a, a repellent only the things can infiltrate that are allowed through consent but the thing is if, if enough people consent it, it becomes a rule and a law and um and all of a sudden like everybody's impacted so you know we can't be victimized by this. We have to understand that it's in our hands as a humanity. This is an opportunity to recognize that we don't rely on the money system, the abundance of the earth, the return of the mother energy in ways that we can't even comprehend and where we are in this particular window of ascension and the groups that are here to steer it all in the right direction is so much greater than whatever they've got going on. Problem is, is it's so embedded in culture and news and media and it's in our faces all the time. We forget about this other education. I mean, we don't see it on television much. I mean, we don't see it in movies. We, we, we do, I mean, it takes a lot. You have to like literally Google search to learn about junk DNA. It's not, it's not like, oh, you know, period three in sixth grade, we're gonna learn about junk DNA. No, we're learning dead sciences. We're learning false histories. And we are also seeing a lot of, you know, kids that have lost their divine innocence because they're not protected in the school systems. So anyway, we need to rebuild and, and, and all of us are qualified and, and we need to stop relying on the system to do it for us. There are a lot of well-intentioned people and I'm supporting this administration and, and the positive aspects of it for sure. But every single one of us can change our personal lives and quit feeding the system. And so I love that story about the cop. I think you shared it and I shared it from your page. Right there, that, that's just to me what true leadership in these times is requiring. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the example because that's the one I was going to bring up. You know, you great, you brought up a lot of really great points and you shared like, okay, they're going to take everything away from me. And then you go, how am I going to respond to that? And if you've ever had, uh, let's say, a mystical experience or an enlightened experience, whatever you want to call it, 
it's a forced letting go. You let you, you're forced to let go of everything you think, you know, or you think you are, it's this ultimate letting go process. And when you do, it's awesome because then you're everything. And so we, we attach to all these different things in the way we want it to be, right? Maybe you would lose a home. Maybe you get kicked off YouTube. Maybe you get all these different things, but everybody's going to go through their own tests. Some people are going through their own tests of um, just questioning the news for the first time. You know what I mean? And I feel like, and I think that our, I heard something today. I think it was with that uh, former FEMA officer just said, give that rope of compassion, make it very long because they haven't done the research you've done. They haven't looked at the same things you've done just let them be where they are and you're going to have your own process because you're going to have levels like when you're speaking about some of the stuff you were sharing there about um you know the et races and stuff like that i only know fragments of that stuff and i can remember each stage of my journey when i kind of had my own cognitive dissonance you know and i was like there's no way they designed the wars there's no way the money works like this there's no way they're trying to kill us with food you know what i mean and each step of the way it's like there's no way there's like these entities like are those real holy crap and then i learned about like occultism and all the negative stuff i was like there's no way bohemian grove is real oh my god you know and so where the heck does it end um and i think you you had another really great point where you talked about the savior complex and again when i talked to clifford mahudi and he's talking about the you know, ETs and, and his ideas, like they're not going to come down and swoop and save you. You've got to do this yourself and you've got to do this as a group of you yourselves and you have that opportunity. And the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, looking at television and how we're being indoctrinated with this. We don't even know exactly how real it is. You know, the CDC is putting out numbers. We know they're inflated now. Uh, we know, uh, you and I know, and some other people know that there are technologies out there that they could use to make it a lot worse. And we might experience that, but it doesn't mean we have to live in fear and it doesn't need, mean we need to bend the knee. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, we can work together as a community. Um, and then I, so the last thing I want to ask you, because I'm curious, um, you know, I've seen Project Blue Beam and now everything's getting so biblical. You know what I mean? Um, one of them I've seen a little bit more information on is the false flag ET attack where, you know, all of a sudden now the ETs are getting us. Uh, and one of them was uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, second coming using Project Bluebeam. And I thought that was very fascinating because I've seen a bit more information in that way. Um, I'm just curious, when, when you kind of go down the rabbit hole of the ET connection and the positive and negative, how can somebody get a grasp on that if they're I would say I'm like an intermediate. I've heard a lot of it. And I've also seen a lot of people where they'll talk about it. I'm like, where did you get that information? I don't know if it has a lot of weight to it. You know, they might believe it and that's totally fine, but I don't find it as weighted as maybe some other people and their other experiences. And so how can I have my own understanding of what that connection might be um, and invite that in? And I think uh, Stephen Greer did a great job in his new uh, documentary there. And I had a friend who had an experience right away. So that was cool. Um, but I feel like there are energies. I do feel like there are spirits, angels, ETs, whatever you want to call them. And the greatest benevolent force, which would be God, nature, the universe, or cosmos. I do feel like that's benevolent because when I go to sleep, I don't die immediately. When I look at nature, it functions naturally. And I want to be in harmony with that. And I feel like if we can reach that harmony, and that's what all the ascended masters were talking about reach that harmony um, and, you know, don't waver, right? When you're in anger, when you're in fear, when you're in reaction, you're, you're, you're getting further away from that truth and that alignment. So it's not a general question more than a statement. I'd love to hear your feedback. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, 
you know, we're, we're on an earth where the elements are contaminated, earth, air, fire, water. There's, there's that shadow side um, because of what the ego nature um, has done. But, but it was taught. It was, it was programmed. Uh, we, we've been modified. We've been messed with. So we are learning how to clear this. Uh, but we have to do it, you know, from the inside out. We're made of earth, air, fire, water, ether. Uh, the, the, uh, the nucleic acids of our DNA are elemental and they um, connect with the earth grids that connect with, you know, so, I mean, there, there's no separation from all of this. We have to understand that the earth responds to us. What we do for ourselves within ourselves is going to ripple out and, and feed into the collective and also impact the elements in a positive way. But it's also, you know, already happening. So then there's the whole concept of bifurcation, a phantom earth, um, this transhumanism AI timeline, and then the one where, you know, we start to veer off and we start to move on in, into, you know, our true divine birthright, which is collect, connected to cosmic and natural law, which are encoded with upgrades and ascension and healing and transformation and, 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 and our ability to be in harmony with that is everything. But when we see weather weapons, when we see the attack on nature, it's actually us that are the ones contaminated. Like we, um, as a collective, are holding something that the outer world is mirroring back in a lot of ways. So we need to clean up in order to see and uh, you know something happen because we can't we can't just be handed something. We have to earn it. Um, we have to initiate ourselves into ascension. It's not just going to be like oh it's time for ascension and you can still be a prick and you'll you'll yeah but you'll still ascend. It's like no, um, it's not going to work. So when people are feeling very victimized, we have to really look at ourselves. What are we carrying? What are we holding on to? And what do we need to do to generate something more pure, more divine? Um, and, you know, but, but, but there's a timing to it because there's a lot of higher beings that are in agreement to being here right now to, to help usher as many souls into the new paradigm as possible because there are serious rescue missions. Those are true stories. People need to find out more about that because that'll offset a lot of the fear happening is that there's so much on our side. No, it's not going to do it for us, but these are pieces of our, these are parts of our higher self. So our junk DNA is made up of harmonic universes. Our whole DNA structure is made up of harmonic universes. Each harmonic universe has different races that have an affinity with that particular uh, dimension. Um, but because it all kind of started in Lyra and the avatar consciousness, they got attacked, you know, then you, you know, these moon chain lineages and these things that, you know, really wanted to gain full and total ownership over the Milky Way and keep us separated from Andromeda, which is the core mother energy, um, in oneness uh, with the Milky Way, that's where all the imposters came in and presented themselves as gods um, and that they're our creators. And there were a lot of early disclosures that actually were limiting people to those beliefs that we are, you know, the Anunnaki are our, our gods and our, I mean, that's, and that's not the case. So this is part of how they're trying to police and um, actually have full ownership, you know, over us. So I'm, I'm kind of losing connection with the question, but so anyway, because we're made of everything that's organic, our authenticity, our ability to face these initiations are what's gonna keep us on the timeline. Um, and the planetary alignments are all about this powerful initiation. The whole of our societies and cultures though have major mind control programs embedded in them. The school systems, the medical industry, the political world, everything. Um, so we, 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 we feel like our choices are limited. So, um, so the initiation 
and the great protector is our ability to you know get back in touch with that stuff to recognize what's available to use our throat chakra to really um you know claim and 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 and, and call upon these things and and then it's just like it, we're, we're just you know you know guided but it, it can't happen you know if we're in a lower place you know we're we're, we're regaining an, a mastery over our bodies recognizing that it was actually our dna holds the capacity to travel multidimensionally and not be bound to the physical plane that's actually its true potential and here we are just you know kind of like facing the next phase of enslavement while we're also presented with the next phase of ascension so i mean it does sort of come down to a choice and i kind of lost connection with your question but you know the most important thing to know it's the weather weapons the reason we're seeing all of this a disempowered humanity has something else running the show when we're disempowered in our own personal lives we tend to attract control freaks who tell us what to do how to be and they really play on our self-worth the the biggest thing that got lost to us in the indoctrination of childhood with television media magazines and 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 these kind of false narratives is we've lost true self-esteem we are trying to achieve things and successes that are actually very um, contaminated with BS. People have created such an obsession with money, appearances, and fame, and like all these things that like are a successful person. Anything less than that is just like, wow, okay, well, you just didn't make it big, did you? Or, you know, you guess, you know, kind of the losers are outcasts or this or that. A lot of people, you know, have been able to break through those programmings. But we have to redefine what being um what self-love really is but on our own terms and that's going to help us to get over the fear because a lot of people are afraid of what their friends will think a lot of people are afraid of not having the positions in society that pay them something that gives them worth a feeling of worth so when we look at the money system and where it's impacted the zodiac and we look at like the house of taurus which is the house of abundance there's a lot of overlays in people's charts connected to handing that over to the money system instead of nature instead of the ability to grow gardens instead of the ability to learn about the medicines of nature like if we got the real education that this earth and cosmos provide we would be able to handle these times no problem because th these are growth periods these are initiations and so people feel like they're going crazy they want to go to pharmaceutical the the system is always taking advantage of our inability to initiate because we don't have rites of passage like indigenous cultures. We don't have ceremonies surrounding these changes in our lives um, and these sacred things that happen to us. It's just kind of like it just gets thrown into the background and everything is about consumerism. So yeah, I mean, I just, we, we just really got to come back home. And, 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 you know, and people start off so advanced, but it's like mocked and made fun of and I mean, I was voted most out of touch with reality for my senior class. People just thought I was like, I was talking about this stuff then. Should have got an award. I got an award, yeah. I mean, all my friends that like I partied with, they were high-fiving me. They're like, yeah, that's the best award you can get. But I mean, that is how far removed I was. And it was in DC. Nobody really knew I was related to Eisenhower. And I was just kind of like, I lost my ability to attend school. I just went off and focused on music and art and and then I struggled with, yeah, just sort of self-destructive tendencies because I was just like, ah, you know, like nobody, I'm like, there was no, I, I really, I, there was not a lot of people you could talk about this with at all, about, you know, these things that are becoming major topics now. 
But I think, you know, yeah, redefining self-worth. Self-worth is not how much money we have in the bank. So if we have these kind of losses, can we see, you know, as we're being attacked that another doorway is opening up and we're actually going through major initiations and we're going through a huge spiritual awakening and growth. So that's where the awakening part of it comes. But the Pluto that's asking us to let go of stuff, um, we're really letting go of our attachments because there's so much that we really don't need. You know, we could strip ourselves of everything and, and wake up. And as long as we can see a flower and a butterfly, you know, and we can engage with the elements and just really connect with our divine center, we can regenerate and recreate anything. So we can't fear all these things that are being ripped away from us. And we have to determine that they can't have our soul. They can't have our DNA. And because the thing is that people will consent because they're afraid of losing the paycheck. They're afraid their kid can't go to school. And their dependency on the system is the reason that they're going to be screwed over. And that's because we've been traumatized and separated from the mother and from nature. And, and people don't find a safety there. Um, the unconditional love of source. We, we've been given religions that are very about much punishment and worship. And so people don't realize what we are forgetting and how sustainable it is and how much it'll carry us and protect us and guide us and give us exactly what we need in these um, freaky times. But we have to let go of the attachments. If they're starting to get ripped away from us, the best way to win over this war is to say, very well then, I'm a creator, I'm inventive, I'm resourceful, and uh, remember these parts of yourself. And, and you know, the community can only grow too. People are gonna find their roles more and be more willing to uh, answer to their callings. I'm hoping people will be able to fund others that are trying to transition out of certain jobs, you know, that, that there'll be like major resources available to people really struggling. You know, this is a family reunion. And what does family do? We, we, we have to have each other's backs. And we have to move through the traumas. We have to move through the amnesia. We have to switch on what's dormant. And, and anything that they're threatening us with to the point where we're going to be willing to let them inject something in our arms that is going to destroy our DNA inheritance and, and heritage, um, we need to like ask ourselves, is it seriously worth that material thing? I mean... It's, it's, it's amazing how, how, how much that is the mind control is these attachments. Um, so that, that I, I don't even know if I've come anywhere near the original question. Uh, you did. And I, I was taking notes the whole time. There's so much that I wanted to kind of touch on, but I'll just bring up a few points that I really loved because I feel like the theme is moving back to what is natural the alternative and the agenda that's listed is transhumanism. It's altering the DNA. It is chips. It is everything that is unnatural and it's terrifying. And even now when we look at our world, it's very unnatural in the way we live. It's very materialistic. We have a fake money system. We can't take care of ourselves. We're not self-sufficient. You know, we, very few people I know can farm or grow their own vegetables. We're not connected to the earth anymore. And when we speak about kind of enlightenment or what it means to be an enlightened person, I like what you said earlier because um, it kind of brings to light that enlightenment is not some sort of like, uh, you know, you don't wear anything special and, you know, you don't, you're not Jesus Christ floating around. Um, I think I heard Matt Kahn talk about it in a lecture once and I really enjoyed it. He said, enlightenment is just taking the high road. Every single time you're faced with a decision you know, if you're being, I think you said a dick or something else, but you can't, can't be a, 
You can't be a jackass. Yeah, you can't be a prick. Yeah, you can't be a prick, you know, and that's when you get that opportunity. You know, the enlightened one is just going to do their best. And they don't do it with a feeling of Zen, or at least I don't anyway, but I wouldn't consider myself to be enlightened. I'm like angry. I want to make the choice of, of anger, but I choose to do the one that's more kind and more compassionate because that's that's a better way of being. That's who I want to be. That's what I want to put out in the world. And so right now it really is, if, if there is a bifurcation, it's interesting too because of so many books I've read who've talked about these different things of the splitting of the two earths or the ascension or the harvest in the Bible, all these different things. It's getting so biblical right now. And it can only be the individual choice. And ideally, there's an because we're all going to face that test. Wherever we are in our process, we're going to be facing that test over and over again until um, we get to that point of the other side, the harmony. It's almost, I imagine, like a butterfly or a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Like we're going through that process now. And all of this pressure, like, uh, you know, that I forget what becomes a diamond, but it's a pressure that creates a diamond. I forget what yeah, it is. Coal, the, yeah, okay. yeah, it's all the pressure that forces this transition. And so if we can do that, if we can do that as an individual, we're setting that frequency out for other people and that example, you know, and the other side is just giving in. It is, it is not ideal and it's succumbing to fear and a system that doesn't have your best interests at heart. And we know that. And so that's just my comment to what you said. Do you want to yeah. add on? Yeah. So, you know, and there, there are, you know, advanced technologies based in sound frequency, color, and, you know, all, all this stuff that's ready to be unleashed that, that is going to make all the difference in the world that can counteract all these, uh, you know, darker technologies. And the thing is, we're the most advanced technology. So yes, we're concerned about 5G and this and that, but we have to remember that the initiations are taking us to a level where we can neutralize this stuff. We can be shielded, more greatly shielded. Um, there were other times that we've gone through this and there were masters that were able to, you know, remove the net or, 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 or actually be able to leave, you know, something that actually remained, um, you know, an enslaved system. They were actually able to leave because of the energy work and because of the frequency they held. I mean, it's hard to get <clears throat> to the bottom of, um, you know, all, all that, but there's, you know, apex and, and, and the grays and the, the Rigels, you know, and, and how some of those were, you know, engineered the tall whites to be, you know, what they are is kind of what we're up against right now. So what does transhumanism do to the human? They're not really human anymore. That vaccination not only is something that uh, causes them to be easily monitored, but they lose that humanness. Like we saw in the video, she, she really mapped it out really well. But we see species that represent that. And they abduct, gain more genetic material because they are trying to uh, save their dying race. So there's almost aspects of this alien agenda connected to future uh, realities where we did take the transhumanism route and became these digressed races with more enhanced intellect, but had to regain the genetic material to begin to reconnect with the soul matrix. They're trying to separate us from the soul matrix right now. So you got those kind of beings more connected to the draconian reptilians. Oh yeah, kind of back to the ET thing. And then we've got ones that are more connected to our higher self. And so our higher self is on a mission. We all came in with something encoded in us that knows exactly how to handle the times that we're in. So yeah, when we uh, get pulled down, um, those are the moments that we have a choice of taking the higher road, like you said. And 
what that does to our day, what that, so, so I've used this example before. Um, when I was living on the road and I, I literally, I had to move so many times just to, because there was just targeting and weirdness or relationships not working out or just whatever. Um, and, and there was a time where I just didn't have, you know, much money at all, like literally $10 to my name. And it um, doesn't matter about the story part of it because, I mean, I'm at that age where it's just like so many adventures and so many stories. But when I held the vibration of feeling like poor or poverty or screwed, like literally I could see predatory people kind of coming at me, people wanting to take advantage of me, people wanting to sort of fool me into like, oh, come with me, I'll save you, I, you know, I'll take care of you. And I didn't like answer like, yes, I just paid attention to the energy because before, you know, when I was uh, training in wilderness expedition leadership, I noticed that in the wilderness, when you see like a snake or a creature or, or something's presenting itself, um, we can hold a, a vibration that, you know, it's just kind of like how dogs sense fear. So I noticed in the wilderness, it's like, okay, like I'm totally fine with the snakes. And it, like, I, I felt safe around all these creatures that might normally trigger fear. And I didn't feel fear at all. I just felt love and I felt connection. And I felt like they were allies and guardians and I, or, or teachers, whatever. So anyway, having that feeling of, uh, feeling like a victim, projecting negative thought forms upon myself because of the situation I was in, I could really see how I was going to be more taken advantage of and it was not going to get any better. And then I just kind of like flipped the switch and I said, okay, well, what if I try this energy where I'm like, I'm totally abundant. I'm exactly where I need to be. Everything is wonderful. I'm in my divine center. I feel totally connected to source and there's nothing but beautiful nature around me. And then literally when I made that adjustment, um, nothing but amazing things happened. And one would call miracles, synchronicities of soul family and, and, and great connections I could feel really good about because I was strong and solid in me. I wasn't a victim. I wasn't needing to be saved. And I wasn't projecting a lot of negative BS on myself. And, and I would literally find money. Like, like I found $50 in the ground and I needed that much that day. Like, like I wish I could still do it. I'm like, what happened? What happened with my gifts? Um, but we all have this and like amazing things would happen like that. And and I said, you know what? All I did was shift my perspective. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like some people don't start to love themselves and appreciate themselves until something has to happen first. We're always waiting on something. But, but in that moment, I'll never forget it. When I flipped the switch, everything changed. I felt healthier and, and like people would just kind of gravitate to me and like play music. But, but the, the other persona that I had was just kind of like, it was like I was attracting really dark people. So in these times right now, in those moments that we start to get dragged down into a lower vibration, or, we, or, or we're you know, struggling with the dark night of the soul, or we feel guilt or shame or, or an identity crisis, because really most people are going through a ma major identity crisis, you know, just remember in that moment, you can claim liberation. Nothing owns you, but, but we have to realize that we allow things to own us. And that's where the material realm comes in. So when we start to move into ascension energies and these more advanced technologies, we're going to you know, recognize that we're the most advanced technology. Our consciousness can actually help our physical vessel counteract all these things that we're frightened of. It can literally deflect somebody who might be wanting to knock at your door. There could be some event that happens synchronistically where that person's not allowed to enter your house for whatever reason. So we've got to just do the shielding, do the invocations, really take good care of ourselves and catch ourselves when we start to lose our ground. And also know that we don't need a label or an identity. Can't we just accept the fact that we're divine beings, you know, and, and that we're in oneness with creation, with the earth and cosmos and source energy? I mean, why do we have to 
you know, people are like, I don't know who I am. Why am I here? It's like, you know, aren't we here to just be like free, you know, and can we love each other enough to appreciate that about one another? The fighting happens, you know, in the ego realms and the ego realms are where duality exists. Ego needs to be in alignment with soul and spirit. And that is going to start to switch on our dormant DNA. And then we could see the world rapidly shift, right? So people that are still hanging around trying to help others awaken, part of why we're still on this timeline is because there's a lot of compassion and there's a lot of like urgency and need. And there's reasons that we're here on this mission. But like deep down, it's like everybody has the potential to ah, like recall all their you know, DNA. So we got to be prepared that we're going to see a lot of difficult stuff. It's going to be really hard to witness. Em empaths are going to have a really hard time. And I'm definitely one of those people where, yeah, I don't want to function. I can't function. It's just too much because I feel everything. <laughs> but um, we have to remember we're here for soul development and spiritual development. And we have to be up to the task. There's no dark force that holds any power over us. We have to take on the challenge and get out of the programmings that are actually like more a weapon than anything else. It gave us a false sense of self-worth. It, it, it tried to push us into pursuing careers that are missing a huge part of the rest of the story. And things that have been about the exploration of you know, hidden knowledge um, that's been so projected upon, you know, conspiracy theorists or, oh, that's woo-woo and all these like ways to just sort of make fun of, you know, those that are willing to go outside of the box. Um, you know, I'm just really in my videos, really appealing to those that have become such a part of that mainstream. Because if anything is um, breathing down our neck, it's the ones that are asleep. They are, there wouldn't be any cabal or dark agenda if, if people were awakened. So the more we appeal to the people, you know, the dark forces aren't going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll stop, you know, pushing the vaccines. They're not going to change, but, but yeah, we, it's just, sometimes I feel like I'm on my hands and knees just begging like, please. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, compose yourself. You know, let's not get pathetic here and begging people to wake up. And it's like, and it's not about wake up to my way. It's wake up to yourself, wake up to your passions, your inspirations, your truth, you know? Take whatever people like us say with a grain of you know, do your own research. It's like, it's not about power. It's not about this, this false sense of importance. I mean, you know, and so I love what you do because you really generate that, that, that high level um, heart of integrity and you just do tremendous work. And I just hope, and I love the fact that you've written books. You've really inspired my son. And, um, you know, it's just, this, this, this is the example of leadership. People like you, of course, that cop, you know, when, when somebody can just turn their life around in the moment and say, I'm going to do the right thing, you know, and say, is it really worth pursuing something just for the accolades of the reward system, just pouring the wealth on you? Or do you want to do something of value and be in service to the rest of humanity? Every single one of us has that choice. And when we choose to be more of a global family and work together, these dark systems and agendas will fall. And so we're literally at the most critical phase to start making the right decisions. Wow. That was amazing. I absolutely agree with everything you said. And, and I love with the, the cop story because when he made that decision, the universe responded immediately. And I think, I don't know what he's at now, but it was two or $300,000 on a GoFundMe because he got fired. So the universe responded. And now every other police officer witnessed that being like, all he did was share what his truth was that we're all seeing too. 
We're all seeing the same thing. He spoke his truth and then he st stood his ground for what is right. He didn't delete it. Right. And so everybody got to witness what integrity is. And maybe when you get to that point in your life, wherever it is, um, and I think we'll have multiple opportunities. I don't think it'll have to be one crazy experience, although that might be what happens. It's just acting with integrity. And that means doing no harm to other people. You know, if, if it was your friend on the other side, if it was your mother on the other side and I hope that the energies of the world are shifting into, you know, the more feminine, because if you think about it, like your grandmother or your mother, you know, those are the people that need to be influencing because when you're a kid and your dad yells at you, you know, you're like, all right, you know, dad's yelling at me. I, I, that's okay. But if your mom yells at you, you know, you know that you deserved it. She didn't want to yell at you. And you feel bad because you know you disappointed her and you knew you were wrong. They don't just go out there, um, you know, doing that. And, I, and I'm really hoping that our culture can really move towards those energies of compassion, integrity, and the right thing. And we all know what the right thing is. We just have to do it. And these forces, like you said, on the in the world, it's going to require human beings enforcing that. It's going to require people making the choice of lack of integrity each and every day for to, to stay engaged in the system due to fear and for, uh, you know, getting these monetary things, whether it's paper or now we have an ID chip or whatever. All that's required is not is saying no and saying yes to something else. But that means you have to let go of that system. You know, I'm going to yep. let that go. And I'm going to have trust and faith that I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to be taken care of. And that's a scary thing. Um, but it's also the right thing. And you know what that is. You know what I mean? And that's something that you need to come for or come and, and decide for yourself. And I like another thing that you keep speaking on. It's like holding what I've kind of heard and I really like is holding the highest vision for humanity because the television and the news is forcing your, this down your throat like it's real, like it's inevitable, like this is the way it is. The, you know, the new normal with that friggin' oh my God, I watched it just for the propaganda there, uh, that World Health thing, you know, never mind that uh, it's Lady Gaga who's connected to Marina Abramovic, who's a Satanist, like all public information easily found. Let's just throw that, you know, let's not pay attention to that. This is ridiculous. But they're holding, like teaching kids how to hug themselves, like that's the television telling you a vision, programming you. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? We do not have to accept that. We know what's right, you know? Yeah. And, and so all that's, all that's required is, is for us to participate in a higher level vision. You know, what's the best version of humanity that you can see? What's the best version of yourself that you can see? What's the version of yourself that lives with integrity and acts with integrity? Not when it's easy, but when it's more challenging and you might have to let something go. Yeah, it's part of, and, and that's the kind of spiritual athlete thing, you know, just um, these things can strengthen us. They can make us, you know, better people. And uh, yeah, in the face of, you know, everything, you know, we, 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 we have those choices. I, I, something was coming through when you were talking and now I kind of lost it, but um, uh, what, kind of back up. What was the last kind of point you made though? Um, I can't remember. I'm kind of lost in it too. There's oh, holding the highest vision for humanity. That's what I was talking yeah, so about. So I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, the thing is, the programming. What it does is it infects our creative channels. So we were all born into a gaping wound. We were born into a wounded world. Um, I mean, there's no doubt uh, that you know the world wars, the, the the harsh history that we've had. We're all carrying piece of a much greater wound. We're carrying very unconscious trauma. 
And, 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 and that's also why people don't want to wake up is because to begin to open up to the level of trauma that we've actually experienced as humans is so immense that, you know, this is why I have a vision of healing centers and how can we help people move through the trauma of awakening, you know, and also people that have been trafficked, you know, survivors of pedophilia and all this kind of stuff. So working on those kind of visions, but that's the thing is like our creative energy is everything. We are so powerful. And so when they're able to infect our minds and infect our creative channels, that level of contamination actually makes us sick. Our physical body does not suffer in the vibration of truth and authenticity and connection with the divine. It might go through a growth period and have physical symptoms, you know, as the body maintains itself. But, you know, this is what we're learning in a lot of ways. So when we can consciously stay connected to those greater visions, then we're actually purifying our creative channels and everything we're generating into the physical plane is going to be a part of the building blocks towards being able to manifest it and synchronicities, right? So somebody might have to accept that they're about to lose everything. And if they can just move through the fear and get over, you know, cause there's a mourning process. It's not like, Oh, you know, just be all smiles, but, but try not to stay stuck in the fear is, is the best thing is like, make it as quick as possible. Um, the next following day, somebody might meet somebody who says, Hey, you know, we got this community thing going and we got a garden going, come join us. Like, like, anything could happen. So, so when we're in a certain vibration and frequency, that's more of a miracle vibration, more connected to synchronicities, more connected to these higher you know, dimensions. It doesn't matter what we have to leave behind. There's always an upgrade. Right now, humanity is going through a massive upgrade, but it's too afraid to believe it that it's actually um, sabotaging itself in the process of, um, you, know, you know, trying to, you know, find solutions. Like, this is an, a huge time of upgrading and, and, and finding ourselves again. And we need to let go of the things that we've created dependency on. So yes, there's withdrawal. Yes, there's, you know, symptoms that come with, you know, having to let go. But I can promise people, you know, and I've seen it firsthand and I see it with clients every day. And so many of them have booths at expos. I said, you know, you're reading, like now I'm doing this for a living. I got out of my terrible thing. They were already ready to do it. I just kind of helped nudge them. But there are, is so much magic when you do what's right and what's true to you compared to relying on a system that is going to screw you over and, and it doesn't really promise, you know, everlasting paychecks either. It's a system that's crumbling. So, you know, let's help each other transition into uh, positions that, uh, you know, that we feel really called to do and, you know, redefine, you know, how currency can work. And, and really begin to, you know, build communities. Like, I hope when people re-enter society, if that's going to happen soon, that, that, you know, people come together and figure out how to, you know, go in on, you know, land and parcels to, like, really just do something that serves a community instead of just answering to the system, showing up at your nine-to-five job, you know, you know, because we see McDonald's everywhere and just all this stuff that is still such a pollutant. We need to start to, you know, build, rebuild, uh, you know, architectures that are, connected to DNA activation that are connected to ascension. All that information is out there. We need school systems that, you know, teach these things. And so we need to completely restructure society. So if we can use this time of quarantine to our benefit for that reason, that second wave won't come. It'll be a second wave of ascension instead. Mm. Not the second wave that sounds absolutely horrific that we Mm. heard in that video. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I agree with, with everything that you shared there and I want to honor your time. I know that you're entertaining, but I, I definitely echo everything that you shared. It's so important, you know, right away at the beginning, you talked about, you know, going through and, and redefining your own value and your own worth and your own love. And it's such a fascinating thing because most people don't have a high level self-worth and self-love. And it's something that I still work on for sure. Even with everything that I've done, I feel like, you know, I'm my harshest critic, which is, you know, something that I'm like, how do I, how do I get rid of that? And, you know, um, when we're talking about the virus, I think it's a virus of the mind. You know, if I say, don't think about a pink hippopotamus, you do. And, you know, back in the day, there's a great documentary I recommend for everybody called Century of Self. And it's just how they use psychological warfare and have been mastering it for a long time. And you can imagine this little tube television and programming in your little house being like, you know, watch out for the Russians, watch out for the North Koreans, whoever's coming They're You're perceiving it as truth not recognizing that the news and the media that you may think is telling you the truth is actually just there to manipulate you. And then understanding the school system and all that kind of stuff, it gets worse and worse and worse. Um, but we have this remembering and nudge. And regardless of all that, we do know intuitively what is good and what is bad. We know that. And we, we just need to have the courage to make that right choice. And I love the example you gave of maybe you lose the job or maybe the police officer says, you know what? I'm not going to take that video. And you're being dragged by this boat that's drowning you. That's a dying system that is, is based on values that you may not hold. And so you need to define what your values are and who you are and what you're willing to do to maintain that. Because if you're on the other side of uh, you know, a picket line as a police officer and you're ready to beat uh, human beings uh, for protecting their rights for whatever the case is. Um, if you're going to bend the knee due to fear. And, and you also said another great thing about just health. We are naturally healthy and vibrant. Nobody that I know that takes care of their body. Um, there's a, I have a lot of healthy friends. I have some unhealthy ones too. It's, it's fine. But nobody who is healthy, who uh, has a pretty good life and has done all these things um, in the sense that they're divining their own values. They're doing work that's meaningful to them. It doesn't mean it's easy. Um, they're acting with integrity. They're not afraid of this thing because number one, they have trust and faith in their bodies. And number two is we're going to die. And that's kind of a spiritual realization most people got to get through is if you've allowed, if you, if you know that you're going to die, that's a part of this game. Life is not exactly safe. You, you go into faith over fear. And if you're going to stay in fear, then you're going to be manipulated. Somebody's going to control you. That's the bottom line. So you have to be able to um, ideally overcome that in your own way and define your own value. So um, is there anything else that you wish that you can chime in on that? Anything that you wish that I had asked, that you wish that we talk about? I'm pretty sure we could do like a nine-hour marathon and uh, just get started. So um, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there, there's – there, there sometimes is like health though. I, I've seen people maintain that aren't maybe fully awakened, but again, they're, they're in their flow. There is some false light systems that can, you know, give a person a false sense of self that makes them healthy, but that expires. And then they go through that dark night of the soul and they might have a healing crisis, but it's an upgrade. You know, if they started off with a healthy physical body, that upgrade is not going to be terrible. It just might be, you know, like just something that um, they're detoxing out like an ancestral pattern or something that, was sort of hooking them in that they felt very comfortable with sort of like a placebo of like thinking like, Oh, well, this is good for me. This is healthy for me. And then all of a sudden, Oh, wow. Okay. Look at the wizard behind the curtain that isn't actually healthy. And so sometimes just the shock can, can produce, you know, physical symptoms, but yeah. Um, our physical vessels, 
just being in alignment, you know, with, with, with our own personal truth and our, you know, values, you know, is something that, you know, we, we, we can maintain. And, and when we get sick, when we have physical symptoms or we feel fear, we, we, we can use these opportunities to get closer to ourselves and to get to know ourselves better. That's really why they're showing up. So if we're going to go through an upgrade or a growth period, it's so that we get closer to ourselves so that we ignite things that we have forgotten. Um, we keep going into, Oh, it's here to crush us and we're victims and it's here to destroy us. Yes. There are agendas that are masterful at creating the facade, but it requires us to buy into it for it to work. That's why there's so much propaganda. And, and I know we talked about it, you know, uh, and some of it is so darn obvious. I mean, it's just, yeah. I just see a lot of amazing things. I think every single person is being pushed to the edge. I believe in the power of the human spirit and, and that people will have the breakthrough. The breakthrough is right under all our noses to sustain us in this next like um, phase. And it's going to hit people at different times, of course, but it's something that, you know, will, will, will help us to continually, um, you know, have the upper hand. I think they expected things to be playing out a lot differently. We're seeing a lot of positive indications that change is happening on the world stage level. There's a lot of, you know, positives, you know, that are taking place as far as how much people have awoken um, and how much these criminal activities are being held accountable. When you look under some of these sites, I mean, every single comment, there's no like maybe one nice comment to Bill Gates, but at least 200 of people saying, uh-uh, I don't think so. So um, I, th this can only grow. And, um, and, and, and this is, you know, actually amazing thing. I just, I just see the whole shell breaking, you know, and, and each one of us having a breakthrough and yeah, there was something else kind of coming through, but I'm sure, you know, it'll maybe end up being a Facebook post, but I just absolutely enjoy, you know, spending time with you and it's so energizing, you know, it's so important that we all, you know, stick together and work together and, um, and just breathe through this. Uh, but you know, the thing is, we, we are really being called to action. I mean, and I know a lot of petitions have been signed, um, but there might be something else that's required uh, that um, we, we like just need to hold the intention that we'll like be open and receptive to. And we have to talk to ourselves. We have to get to know ourselves. We are in relationship with ourselves. We're not going to do very well with a partner if we don't say, I love you. If we don't give hugs, you know, we got to do that with ourselves and say, okay, what do you want? What are you asking for? What do you need? You know, our inner child is crying out. You know, our soul energy is like, hey, come on. I know the way. Listen to my inner guidance. Listen to your intuition. And it's like, quit choosing the television. Quit going over here. It's like, so, so we got to shut down these electronics and really tune in and, 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 and realize that like, True source energy is unconditional love. So if we go into a panic because of our past or this and that, and that we're judged and we're not redeemable, you know, just remember true source energy, at least, you know, t if people resonate, because I, tr I truly feel this way, is absolutely unconditional love. We can heal and recover from anything. So we have to also find worth in the creator and in our higher self. Some people don't feel worthy of their own higher selves. And so they just stay in that you know, lower mindset. So, so remember your worth, remember there's nothing but unconditional love and see how much is stacked against us and cut yourself some slack. You know, these are some heavy duty, dark agendas and programmings. And a lot of it is passed down to us. Um, we're healing way more than we can realize when we even overcome just our upbringing or, you know, so, so, you know, there, there's not enough credit given to, you know, the inner work. It's sort of like, 
some some mothers feel like not enough people pat them on the back at times because it's some of the hardest work out there but the most rewarding so you know take the time and just really you know appreciate where it takes you and know you're not alone you're people like you and me out there you know and and one of the things that is very important to me is that you know people know that i'm absolutely like there for them as much as i'm possibly able to be and um and that i don't know i believe in everyone i i know we have it in us and and let's bring out some celebration let's really raise the frequency uh there, there, you know nothing can defeat spirit ai is trying to copy it ai is trying to give us an artificial version of ourself and reality so all we need to do is at least start with saying i'm just going to be real and if i lose friends if i lose my job it doesn't matter um because you're actually opening the doorway for an amazing blossoming of your own personal consciousness and and it actually will help to detoxify everything around and 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 that contribution to the collective is huge i see some people's chart and i'm just like they have no ideas like how do i put this into words it's like literally your energy is raising the like the minute you were born like the vibr it's like and some people are like what really and i'm like well the data's right here but anyway so that's about it you know just people this is a time of discovery and uh yeah find like-minded people um loss is you know there, death is uh, not an end it's it's rebirth it's alchemy it's transformation don't fear death you know use this time when fear arises like go through a bit of a life review allow those triggers to help you to purify your whole being apologize to people you know forgive others um make it all right so that you're at peace and not afraid of death because that's another tool of manipulation yeah wow absolutely well uh, this entire uh conversation was was amazing and i definitely echo all the sentiments and i love i love so much of what you said and just about you know defining your own values and who you are being kind to yourself and also um you know helping the community you know you said you said just so many amazing practical things that we all have an opportunity to do and um apply in our lives right now regardless of what will happen you know um there's been a lot of challenging times in history but um there's a lot of challenging times in life but it's who we want to be and how we want to respond to those situations that will make us who we are and the more of us that can do that as a humanity it's going to make humanity um what it's meant to be what it can be and we're gonna uh you know i have faith and trust in the spirit as well um Thank you so much for who you are and uh, everything that you do. Where can people find more about you and your work? You're, you're doing a lot of great interviews. Um, you, you work incredibly hard. So I encourage everybody listening to this to make sure that you follow Laura. Uh, I don't know if you have Patreon, but if you do, um, give, her, give her some money on Patreon. But support the, support the work because, you know, when you do this, you get attacked. It's a, it's a pain in the butt. You get targeted. And so, you know, a little bit really does help. But I, I hope that people will support you and your work because you work very hard. And I appreciate oh, you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you too. My website's uh, CosmicGaia.org and I have a podcast and it does come with a subscription and I send out newsletters and, uh, you know, any kind of urgencies that come up, I help people, you know, understand their chart a little bit better. And uh, yeah, and then starting a new show, Dark to Light with David Rodriguez, and we'll be announcing that. And it's going to be pretty interactive and just to help people kind of navigate these times and just to give emotional and spiritual support because uh, people are freaking out. I mean, I really feel for I, I pretty much everyone, but it may, I, I just can't imagine being a teenager, you know, or just like a kid that just can't go. I mean, it's just, or I'm, 
but yeah, so check out my website. I've got some online events. I'll be doing a forbidden knowledge television presentation for two hours on May 31st and then a two day workshop with Portal to Ascension. Some of those things I have to update on my site, but gonna really do some presentations. So a lot of the stuff I talked about, there'll be visuals, there'll be ways to really get more in touch with it and, 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 and the solutions and the positive aspects that are connected to dormant strands of DNA that we need to awaken. And so the intent behind it is to help activate people and bring awareness and familiarity to the things that um, we are not very in touch with and we've almost forgotten. And this is the time to reclaim it. This is, I can't even think, like this is just such a critical time, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I appreciate those. I definitely want to check them out. And I, and I feel like after talking to you, just even in this moment that if we just work together and we hold the vision of what we know what we can do together, it is literally unstoppable. And that's just what is required is to participate in the solution that we can design and that we can envision within ourselves. And um, with the broadcast I heard today, it's, you know, uh, you ask so many people, what's your vision? Well, you keep staring at the television. It's telling you a vision. It's telling you this vision over and over and over and over. When we get together and we spend some time thinking um, about our values, what we want to create, where humanity can go, we can create that vision together. And it, it takes community and it takes participation and that's it. So I appreciate you um, storming the path so epically. <laughs> oh, thank you. You as well. I, I, I feel so gosh, it's so uplifting and it's so important that we gather like this. And yes, yes, I, I, I feel just supercharged and, and, and feeling good things are on its way. So thanks so much, Matt, for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, thanks for coming on and thanks everybody for watching. See you later. Bye. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely extraordinary Laura Eisenhower. What a mind-blowing podcast. When I talk to her in private, and she's someone that I'll ask the biggest questions to, the research that she is aware of, some of the documents, some of the government history, it's just unbelievable the stuff that she shares and then I'll have to go research you know that it seems like the end of the rabbit hole the bottom of the rabbit hole is uh is unlimited and she really is able to discern and to get access to information that the general public is not really aware of so it's always a treat to speak with her we're, we're always looking for solutions so if you want to support the show please share this show leave a review on itunes do what you can to get the word out there because it's definitely getting censored you can also support by becoming a patron joining the mastermind body and spirit academy getting access to the soul compass course and doing some coaching if you're interested in any of those things go to mattbailair.com you're going to find the academy patreon and everything over there so thank you so much for listening to this episode and for your support i hope that you have a wonderful day please go out there and do one kind act in your community and uh, we will see you in the next episode